The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We can tell you that flags are at half-mast at Edmonton City Hall, the University of Alberta, as well this afternoon. Condolences streaming in from around the world, across the country, and right here in Edmonton. As we begin to learn more about those who died in the crash of that Ukraine International Airline Boeing 737-800 last night, 176 people were on board, 63 Canadians were on board, at least at least 27 were from Edmonton. Some were returning from a wedding, others an obstetrician and her daughters, a family of four and graduate students. Many have ties to the University of Alberta. We are waiting to hear from the Prime Minister who's expected to speak to the media momentarily. The cause of that crash is still not known, but the investigators have found both flight recorders in a farm field near Tehran. The Ukrainian airline 737 smashed into the ground soon after takeoff from Tehran airport, leaving no survivors. For the second time this week in studio, I'm joined by Payman Parsian, the former president of the Iranian Heritage Society of Edmonton. And I just want to start by saying I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, this has been one hell of a week for uh, the Iranian community in Edmonton, what, what's been going through your mind? You were watching yesterday, last night, about uh, the, the missile attacks and you hear about the plane crash. Take us through that. So if you were near a TV and you're part of the Persian community, you were glued to a TV, TV watching um, what was going on, uh, the, the missile, the ballistic missile launches and such. And uh, in the midst of that, there was uh, breaking news. A plane had gone down and, you know, Unfortunately, in Iran, it's not as uncommon for a plane to go down as we would expect here. And so we hear it and we're thinking, okay, like, let's listen in more, see what's going on. Then we learn it was from the international airport, which raises red flags. So that tells us that uh, it must have been an outgoing flight. And so we realize, uh oh, what's going on? Mm -hmm. The community is kind of frantic. We find out it's the Kiev bound flight. Mm. Right away, lots of, lots of red flags. Um, we have that chat Yeah, tell us about this chat application. Yeah, it's called Telegram. It's like a lot of people use, you know, uh, the East Asian communities use WeChat. Mm -hmm. um, other communities use uh, WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. The Persian community uses Telegram. And so in Telegram, you can create these groups. The One of the Edmonton Iranian Telegram groups has 1,200 members, over 1,200 oh members. Oh, my gosh. That's about the third of the size of the community mm -hmm. in just one chat. And so you have real-time access to most of the community most of the time. So the messages just exactly. started trying to figure out who right was away. coming from where. Exactly. And community members started, you know, uh, saying, oh, this person was on that flight. This person was on that flight. And before we knew it, I, I had understood there was three people from Edmonton on that flight. And I had goosebumps. I was like, oh, no, seriously. And then it went from three to ten. And I was like, this is not good. 10? Like, that's crazy from our city. And by the end of the night, going through all the names and everything, cross-referencing it with the manifest that was released first in Iranian media, then Ukrainian, mm -hmm. we came up with 27 names of uh, Iranians here in Edmonton that uh, were on that flight. What does this do to the community? Well, to put it in perspective, proportionately, if Edmonton in one event lost 10,000 people, mm -hmm. Well, how would that feel to Edmonton as a city mm. or a community? Uh, not to say that Iranians are their own community, but they have that sense of connection through heritage, right? Sure. There's that cultural connection. And so um, 
proportionately, they lost 1% of that community in that flight. And it, uh, it hits home for sure. Like these were good people. Tell us about some of these people. Tell us about some of the folks that, that you know. I'm, I'm reading uh, the names and the ages, and they, and they range from small children to older. I'm seeing teachers and doctors and moms and dads and students. Who so, did you know? So the two young girls that were 9 and 14 were my friend's daughters, mm. and his wife was with him. So his, his whole family was on that flight. Uh, great guy. We would go to the gym together, always joke. He had such a phenomenal sense of humor. He was always making fun of my political views. <laughs> yeah, we always shared a laugh. Um, the physician and her two daughters, like those two girls had bright futures. One of them a med student, the other a clinical psychology student. Mm. And they were so involved in the community. I was so proud to be a reference. I told her, you will be my reference someday. You know this. When she was applying to her med school and got in first try, like just remarkable hardworking girl always always showed leadership in the community it was it, it was a huge loss for not just our community but city of edmonton the province Alberta, this the country yes payment we're, we're hearing about um the, the number of people tied to the university of alberta yes. what can you tell us about that university of alberta has a an amazing reputation for their engineering program iran produces a disproportionately high number of engineers and so the two meet when the international students want to further their education and masters and mm-hmm. PhD programs. And that explains why a lot of the passengers on that plane were international students. Mm. A reason why they head to Kiev, uh, speculation, but it, this is most of the community would, would concur. They can't go to the States when they're traveling. You can't transit, trans, you can't use connections that, that uh, connect through the States. So you can't go to Dubai and fly from there to Seattle. You have to go through European connections. Kiev is one of the lesser expensive connections through Europe. Mm-hmm. So many may have chosen that as an option for that reason. Um, maybe the timing was right for many of them. But a lot of people didn't know each other on this flight outside of, you know, maybe through community events. I heard that there was um, a bride and groom on board. No, wed three days prior to uh, the flight. Mm. I mean, that's, that's devastating. You start your life, you come here, you, you get engaged, mm-hmm. you, you, you meet each other, you're, you're happy, you go back to Iran where your family is, everyone is there, you have a wedding, it's exciting, get back on a plane to start your new life as, as one, and it uh, doesn't work. Payman Parsian joining me this afternoon, the former president of the Iranian Heritage Society of Edmonton. We're talking about this awful plane crash that happened last night. 176 people on board, at least 63 Canadians on board, at least 27 from Edmonton, from our city. And we're, we're, we're talking about that and, and what it means for, for this community. And uh, we're, we're waiting to hear from the Prime Minister. He's expected to speak any moment now. The Premier is expected to speak before 3 o'clock as well. The Mayor expected to make a comment as well. Payman Parsian is the former president of the Iranian Heritage Society of Edmonton. Joining me in studio, um, as we mentioned, you know, it's been, uh, it's been an unreal week when we look at what's uh, been happening in Iran, Iraq, and of course now what has happened what has happened here there has been some speculation about the cause of this uh, plane crash um, at first I guess given what was happening last night in Iran and Iraq some people thought it might have been a missile strike right now they're talking mechanical failure and that's what you're hearing as well yeah you know 
the community, as far as I know, could care less yeah. how that plane went down, right? It was the community members that, that yeah. they cared about most. If if we're asking questions about it, I mean, it's all speculation. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, there's red flags. Ukraine withdrawing their remarks. Sure. Um, Iran withholding the, the black box from the Americans or Boeing. Those raise red flags, but with within due course, the investigations should disclose that. We're about to hear from the Prime Minister. What are you hoping to hear from him? Leadership. I want to see our Prime Minister perhaps um, broker a multi-party investigation, you know, make sure that there are many nation, uh, nations involved in, in ensuring that there's an accountable, a transparent investigation that occurs as to why this happened. There were many Canadians on that flight um, and the 27 that we talk about Iranians that mm-hmm. were on that flight, not all of them were Canadians. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people that are in Canada that was on that flight. Mm-hmm. There's not just the 63 people, right. for example, that landed. Yeah. Those are just 63 people that had Canadian passports. Mm-hmm. But I, I, could, I would guess that the majority of those that were Iranian, the 27, probably the majority didn't have a Canadian passport. Mm-hmm. Payman, how, what are we going to see in, in Edmonton over the coming days in ways of honouring these people? So the Iranian community is looking at holding a vigil tonight from what I know at 6.30. Um, also Friday is another vigil that will be held, uh, a, a more of a, a, a gathering there that, that's formally held. Um, the support that's come from Edmontonians is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it just, it blows my mind and very thankful uh, from you know the people that I didn't even know had my phone number mm-hmm. to elected officials all kinds of people have been you know texting me calling me and I call other Iranians just to kind of catch up on what's happening and they tell me my phone can't stop won't stop ringing and I say well who's calling you they say everybody mm. like co-workers friends neighbors anyone that has a it seems like anyone that has the number of an Iranian has called them today and I, I can't speak on behalf of the community but if I could, I'm sure they would say thank you uh, from the bottom of their heart. Haven't even had um, an opportunity to to touch on why you were watching the television last night in the first place. The uh, the missiles heading into uh, Iraq. That's a whole other. You know, we don't want to tie these two together. It all you know happened around the same time. But again, um, uh, for you, for the for the community watching, probably thinking at one moment last night, oh my gosh, this got really bad really really quickly. The one thing I watched for last night was, is there a casualty? Mm-hmm. Has anyone been hurt as a result of the Iranian missiles? Because if that was the case, we have a big mess on our hands and there would be likely more and more casualties adding up to this. Um, the fact that Iran was able to retaliate with no personnel injured or, or casualties um, caused is a bit of a relief. I think there's a, a road to de-escalation that'll come. Do you believe that that can happen? I truly do. Uh, I think that Iran needed to retaliate from their standpoint. They're supposed to protect their citizens, whether that's a commander or whoever that may be. And uh, their government was responsible for um, making sure that their people believe and trust that they would stand up for them. U.S. President Trump uh, imposing more sanctions on uh, on Iran. What does that look like for the country? You know, every time there's sanctions, unfortunately, it's the people that suffer um, the regime there has practiced for 40 years now corruption, theft from the people, essentially. Uh, the uprisings that had occurred just two months prior, mm-hmm. um, p- 
people weren't necessarily protesting the oil price or the gas prices. They were protesting that the government was taking the money and funding these proxy wars throughout mm-hmm. the region. This was the money that was, you know, uh, the property of the Iranian people. And, and so this is part of the reason why. 